0: You're listening to Curated Podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington Studios in Victoria, Australia. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. An item which a lot of people have got, Fitbit it's a thing you wear on your wrist and records your movements and stuff and allows you to kind of compile information about your health yep and also Google home which is a a little dome shaped, like a speaker that sits on your table and you can give instructions to about controlling things like lights or asking what the weather's gonna be like do I need an umbrella that kind of stuff the technology does
1: excite me but it also scares me a little bit now I know and let me put a big caveat out here right now I Mm. carry around a tracking device on me all day every day that's known as my smartphone Mm -hmm. it's got Know, it's connected to Facebook and it's connected to Google and 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 all of that. So, I'm well aware of all of the security measures that come along with that. For example, being tracked by people that want to advertise to me. So there is there's no question about that already happening. But the the question is how safe and secure are you in your own home with these kind of devices such as a, a fitbit or particularly a google home or amazon alexa or the what's the the apple one it's the apple Pot, i homepod homepod there we go mm. so these devices as you say look that you can turn the lights on or off you can check the weather and i've considered it i've thought how handy would be but the one thing that keeps sort of stopping me is really the the privacy, because at Mm. least with my phone, I can turn the microphone off to stop that recording. You know, I do have that option to say, hey, Google, or say the command, Mm. and that will turn on uh, the Google system. However, you know, with the HomePod or with the Google systems, uh, Amazon Alexa, they're obviously always listening to you waiting for that command yeah and the question is well what is happening with that data is it you know we've told time again from these companies that it's not recording the data until you provide that command so yes it's listening but it's actually listening for the the, the words that it needs to activate the trigger yeah yep. and from that point then it actually records it's suggested that that's actually not correct and that that some of this data maybe all of this data is being sent back to be stored in the cloud by whether it be you know amazon or google or Mm. whoever is managing that Mm. and so the question is well what happens to that and particularly in the case of uh, maybe a court case or you're under investigation and so that leads into sort of some security and privacy concerns if you've done nothing wrong you've got nothing to fear but What happens when somebody just wants to listen in to some discussions? And the
0: courts can get hold of this. Can they subpoena this information from the likes of Google and Fitbit and say, okay, well, this is relevant to an investigation we're doing of this person. We want that data. Well, that is the just suggestion. As they can, and just as they can with uh, metadata from ISPs about where you've been surfing, your phone records, all that sort of stuff. We've got laws in Australia that allow exactly. all that information to go to law enforcement.
1: Look, exactly. Michael Legg, who is a law professor at the University of New South Wales, he expects that. The- that this will be sort of sought as digital evidence for court cases so the courts can demand this as maybe even as as proof of their innocence of someone's innocence it's just a recording from that device a lot of the the big companies google and facebook and the like they're sort of resistant to providing information though um, you know under certain conditions such as court orders they you know may release certain data so it, it is a concern because you know, what happens next, we are concerned about potentially what regulation comes in from government based on certain activities. you know, you know Essentially, it's an unregulated industry. Yep. There, there are some regulations, but essentially, uh, these companies can take your data and, and do it essentially like with it. They can sell it off. Uh, people can advertise to you based on you know what you provide. So is it likely that when you talk about things at home, if you've got one of these systems, mm-hmm. that then that feeds back into some kind of advertising portfolio about you? Yep. What happens in this situation where you say something something which is potentially illegal Mm. um, and then that sends the police to your door knocking it down we might be having a discussion about a bomb for example and we're talking about it in a technical sense Mm. we're reporting on a news story and Mm. it's just a discussion that we're having Mm. but using that trigger word has all of a sudden set off alerts Mm. and if there's enough context to that if there's enough words used which are trigger words Mm. potentially that's going to send some kind of national agency around knocking on the door saying why are you talking about this yep so that's that invasion of privacy in your own home which to me is a concern about it would be better i'd be more comfortable if there was some kind of repository which you could store locally so therefore when you send a voice command it's not having to communicate back to google or facebook or whoever that is you know managed by and it's just stored on your local system and that way you can delete old files if you like but i i can sort of see that all these systems need to be funded more so than the initial purchase price which then comes back to the advertising side of things it's building up that profile on you
0: absolutely now i understand how in a home pod which is basically taking instructions from you it's using voice recognition technology to do things for you it might be to find some information what's the weather like it might be to even buy some tickets you know buy me some tickets and if you've got if the thing's configured right then you could potentially do that it might you might require if you know you've got to touch the fingerprint sensor on your smartphone or something to verify mm-hmm. the purchase that kind of thing and they work in very tightly with your smartphone that whether it's a google or, or an apple but I'm just slightly curious as to how a Fitbit, which is basically a little bracelet watch-sized device that records your movement and records uh, you know, steps. Like GPS it. as well, I think. Okay. Y- yeah. And so I- the more advanced ones do Look, more. Look, it, yeah.
1: it could be as simple as you were walking at this time or you were running at this time or mm-hmm. there was a certain activity, your heart rate, for example, if you had been charged for murder, for example, mm-hmm. and it, they were able to get that information from you the You said your,
0: your alibi was you were asleep and, in fact, exactly. your, your heart's pounding your we heart doing, and, you, and, we, and we know you were doing you were moving, yes.
1: You know? So we've got it captured on video that there was somebody that was murdered at this particular time. That person then ran from the scene, and this aligns perfectly with the data from your Fitbit. Yep. Now it can actually work in a in a positive way and get somebody off a murder charge. So as was reported by the ABC here in Australia, that late last year a United States judge dismissed a murder charge based in part on recordings captured by an Amazon Echo home speaker. Victor Collins was found dead in a hot tub at the home of a friend, James Bates, after a night. Of booze and football. Police had charged Mr. Bates with murder. He pleaded not guilty, maintaining he'd gone upstairs to bed around midnight, having set up bedding for Mr. Collins and another friend downstairs. So during the case, the Arkansas police had requested recordings from Mr. Bates's Amazon Echo. Amazon had rejected the request, but ultimately they supplied the recordings to the court based on further discussions with the defense lawyers. It actually became apparent, so fairly soon after they had come into the case, they had a meeting with a client and they assessed that the information was on the Amazon Echo and then when they listened to the recording, they hired experts because they felt that the the case was likely flawed. So there was information that was part of that recording which indicated Mm. that no, he he couldn't have been. So it can work to your
0: advantage or disadvantage, depending on whether you're guilty or not. That's right. So maybe Um, you do want it in your home for this, but I think... (laughs) The
1: negatives potentially can outweigh, if you're certainly privacy conscious or Mm. security conscious, because Mm. I am conscious about things that I say near the phone, because I've seen on YouTube, if you mention a product, then Mm. all of a sudden you're getting advertised that product. But then what is happening with that data? You know, how secure is that data? How many conversations have I had are recorded? Mm. And then potentially in future, And you know, how long will that recording stay? Mm. What happens in the future if there is a breach? Whether it be Google or Facebook or Amazon or mm. any other company that's gained access.
0: To there that are ways of managing it. Just, I believe that you can go to myactivity.google.com and you can go into your voice and audio and hit delete. So there are actually ways of accessing, just as you can with if Google Maps has tracked where you've gone or it does record where you've gone, uh, depending on the settings that you have on your on your smartphone, using your, your Google account password, you can go in there and you can actually, you'll find it's pretty well buried. You can find there a, a setting that you can go in and actually see what your activity's been and choose to delete it. So you can do that with voice recordings that have been made through your HomePod. This is going to have a big conspiracy
1: feel to it, mm. however... How certain are we that when you go through that process and you delete that information, you know, you get the warm and fuzzies saying, oh, yes, well, I've clicked the delete button. Is it actually being deleted from, you know, the source or is it being archived to a, a, an alternate location which is not uh, readily drawn upon but available should uh, the, the need arise? And That might be, you know, pushing the a bit far, but some of these companies retain the information, the records. They, they, they want to and they, they have to
0: yep and they have and there's all sorts of third parties i mean uh, an example that comes to mind we were talking about the quiet comfort 35 bose headphones and there's an app which goes with them which allows you to update the software that runs the headphones and gives you a bit more control over bass and noise reduction that sort of stuff well it turns out that that app is also recording what songs you've been listening to on spotify and taking that information and without your permission or knowledge sharing that with third parties that yep. might be interested to know that that want to market things to you so so all sorts of little hidden things yeah. that working. Worth knowing about and that can affect your privacy so
1: at this stage i'm not convinced on, on buying one of these products mm. whereas you know i do see that there is a huge advantage but it's mm. just that security and privacy issue that, mm. that i struggle with and, mm. and therefore I, I can't see putting it in my home anytime soon thanks for listening and head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media we welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows